What is this place? Cyber 5, record this. Archaeological dig 4187. I have found another room and I am investigating. Boy, it's dark in here. Thank you, Cyber 5. Of course I should turn on the lights. Um, what lights? Oh, you mean this switch here. Okay. There we go. Look at all these switches and this box with a screen on it. It looks like we came across an old-style recording room. Well, Cyber 5, back before the Great Uprising when all organized religions and governments were destroyed and a new age of reason and enlightenment started, there was this thing called the Internet. Oh no, it was a precursor to the mind web which we are all connected to today. Only instead of having information fed directly into our brains, they used to have to read and listen to the information on this screen. Wow, I can't wait to post this on the Book of Faces later. Well, there was a subset of people back in those days who belonged to a secret sect called the Casters of Pod. And they would speak into these metal phallic devices called microphones. And people from around the planet would be able to hear them. Oh no, back then we only had just this one planet. Some people say it was the Casters of Pod which led to the Great Enlightenment. Well, this is amazing. It looks like it hasn't been touched in a long, long time. And yet... It seems so familiar. Let's see. Huh, it doesn't seem to be working. Cyber 5, how do you think we can get this running? Well, of course. I would have to be a total idiot not to push the on switch. Oh, you mean this one here? Oh, okay. Uh, done. Wow, it still works after all this time. It does seem so familiar. What's this? This word's coming across the screen. It says, If you are reading this, then it has been a long time. Please continue my work. Okay. Oh, and it says to press this button and say these words into the microphone. Okay. Press the button now. Here goes. And welcome back to A Pagan Heart in Maine. It has been a year since my last recording. And on today's show, I will talk a little about what happened and how the past year has been. To start us off today, this is Omnia with Alive.
This story starts over a year and a half ago. I had gotten injured after falling out of my tractor trailer. After a few weeks of contusions, bruised ribs, and some torn muscles, I went back to work. Well, I started noticing that my left index finger was sore, and I couldn't hold it straight. I didn't think anything of it, I just figured I banged it up, and that was that. Three months later, I went in for my regular checkup and asked the doc about it, saying it was still hurting. They took x-rays of the finger and didn't see anything probably just some arthritis getting in from banging it. Three more months went by, and still my finger is sore. So my doc sends me to a specialist, and they take x-rays again and compare them to the originals. And then he zooms in on a bunch of little white dots, and he says, You see that? Yeah. Those are the ends of tendons that have pulled off pieces of bone fragments. So it turns out I've been working the past six months with a broken finger. Sometimes having a high pain threshold is a bad thing. And the doc was kind of looking at me, wondering why I wasn't clutching my hand and screaming in blind, mind-numbing pain. So they put my finger in a splint, and I go back to work. Six weeks later, I'm back for a checkup. The tendons have all healed, and everything's good. Except my finger still hurts. More x-rays, and the doc looks at them and says, Yep, tendons are healed, but there's this dark spot in the middle of the first joint that doesn't look good. So he brings in a couple of his colleagues, and this is what I hear. Yep, 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 yep,
yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, yep, Turns out it's a tumor and needs to be removed soon, really soon. Of course, most normal folks would be upset and ask a lot of questions. Of course, I only had one question, and that was, can I watch? And the doctor was like, what? And I said, can I watch him operate on my finger? I figured, what other time can a person see the inside of their own finger without clutching their hand and screaming in blind, mind-numbing pain? So fast forward one week and I'm sitting in a chair with a tourniquet on my finger in an operating room. Now there are people out there listening and saying to themselves, he isn't going to talk about the operation, is he? And the answer is, yes, yes I am. The doctor puts a needle in my finger and I discovered that there is a nerve that runs from the tip of the index finger to a little hurdy spot just behind the eyes that will make your body jump like a bullfrog. Cool. And then, I can't feel my hand at all. The surgeon says they have to go into the back of my hand because there are too many nerves on the pad. He then pulls out a scalpel and fillets my finger like a trout. Now, I know this makes me sound weird, and don't get me wrong, I am weird. But this just brings out the gothic nature in me. Our bodies are incredibly designed. When I think of bones, I think of dried up gray brittle bones. But living bone is so much different. Think of the whitest, wet, glossy porcelain you can think of. And it's kind of like that. So I'm looking down amazed at my finger, opened up in my finger bones and the tendons and the blood vessels and marveling at the intricacy of it all. And I just have to ask the doctor, I said, this is going to hurt like hell later, isn't it? In retrospect, it probably isn't a good idea to get a surgeon and his team laughing hysterically when they're cutting things out of your hand. So they opened my finger up and the tumor has grown quite a bit in one week. In fact, I had lost most of the bone in the first joint of my finger. So now I'm thinking, great, I'm going to lose my finger. And then when people ask me about it, I'm going to have to come up with a story about how I found this magic ring and had to go on this quest to toss it into a large volcano and then some twisted little creature goes golem golem chomp, and that's why they call me Bob of the Nine Fingers. So they cut it all out, and now this is the neat part. They take small pieces of coral, like what you'd find on a beach, and pack it in where the bone would be. It seems it works like a matrix, and as the coral dissolves, it's replaced with shiny new bone. So they sew me up, and I get to keep my finger. It was cool. And they write me a prescription for Vicodin, and I'm thinking, cool, I probably won't use it, you know, high tolerance for pain and all. And four hours later, the anesthetic wears off. So I'm clutching my hand and screaming in blind, mind-numbing pain as I'm popping Vicodin like M&Ms, and that was the start of four weeks of healing. Over that time, they had to bump up my meds, so I went from being the king of Vicodin land to the wonderful paradise of Oxycodone Island. Now I have friends, and I love them dearly, who said I should just use natural methods for controlling pain, like teas and such. And you know what? It actually works. 
Using a nice chamomile and honey tea is a great way to wash down a handful of opiate-based prescription drugs. And here I am a year later, and I have all my fingers. My index finger does have arthritis now, and that's okay. I mean, I have a finger to have arthritis in, and I'm good with that. The tumor was benign, so it's not coming back. When this first started, I reached a place where I had to stop everything I was doing. My writing, my recording, everything. Pretty much my day was going to work, coming home, and resting. And over the summer, I've started getting back into the rhythm of things. I've started painting and writing again, and now it's time to start recording again. Now things like this happen, it's called life. And like all things you learn from things like this, I learned that tumors really, really suck. I learned that there are far more nerves in your hand than you can possibly imagine. And I guess the biggest lesson I can share from this is that you may get tumors in your life, physical and otherwise. Best thing to do is to get rid of them. It's easy for some to just ignore them and carry on, but the tumor will get bigger and cause you a lot of pain. Sometimes it hurts a lot to get rid of them and you need to take the time to step back and heal. And afterward, you still may have some residual pain. It's still worth it so you don't lose a part of yourself.
So I'm going to call this episode 44. There's still more to talk about, but my time today is a little short. Thank you for everyone who waited for me to come back. I am going to change up the format of the show. I still will have the regular long episodes now and then. Yet I think I'm going to try and fit in shorter episodes in between. Just a story here and there. Things I come across and think about. It's good to be back. So to end out the show, this is Featherscale with Samhain. Thank you again, everyone. Blessed Samhain and brightest blessings.
Well, Cyber 5, that looks like it. Cyber 5, mark this on the archaeological maps as searched, and then delete the past entries on this location. Oh no, we are going to come back. But for now, this discovery will be our secret.